League of Dawns, welcome to the Week 12 Podcast. This week we have a special one brewing up for everyone. This will be a solo pod, a uh, a first of its kind. We'll, we're kind of testing the waters and we're excited to see what the viewer engagement is like and let me know uh, what your favorite parts were of this week's pod. Um, I think a lot of it will be this beginning segment, um, which I'm going to call the No Half Takes Drama Unleashed segment. So uh, I just want to call out, you know, the elephant in the room. I know there's been a lot of chatter about it. Um, you know, like, why am I solo today? Where's Matt? You know, uh, everyone, you know, Dylan, poor Dylan trying to take a poop probably and likes listening to Matt's voice soothe him you know, before the bidet comes out, wants to know what happened. So uh, I was, you know, incorrectly accused of not being able to do a pod today. Um, I just want to know the pod to know that that is false, categorically false. Uh, I had let Matt know that any time after 9 a.m. today, I would be available. So unfortunately... I think he really wanted me to do a pod at like six in the morning, my time. And that one hour where I'm sleeping would not be available um, for the pod. Now, I don't know why I'm getting thrown under the bus consistently. Um, I will let the pod know here on a little secret that a few weeks ago when the pod had to be filmed on a a Thursday night pregame two days late. The reasoning was because Mr. Cox had a bad day and he he wasn't able to do it on Tuesday. He wasn't able to do it on Wednesday. And then Thursday, an hour before the Thursday night game, he finally was available. Um, but you, you wouldn't have heard me thrown uh, anyone under the bus for that. So just a little tangent there, team. Uh, I really do hope that everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Hopefully your turkeys are out. Hopefully, you know, this is an American pod, so I know everyone is deep frying this year, and uh, we got some good football games to look at on Thursday night. So with that being said, let's dive into some of these matchups here. Let's get into next week's preview and see how things went. Um, I will do a quick rundown. When we look at the standings, we have Gundy on top. Dylan right behind him. Lairbaum just dropped to third place. Maddie Kid, full emojis, all cold in fourth. Uh, we have Mark in fifth, and we have We edging out uh, the competition in terms of playoffs contention currently in sixth place. Um, so still a lot to be determined in these next three, four weeks of, of play to see where things even out. Um, definitely right now, everyone besides Charles is still in it. Um, Charles has been officially eliminated from playoffs. You heard it here first. Charles has no chance of making it to playoffs this year. And when we look at matchups, that's going to be the first one that we go to. We had the Toilet Bowl, the 11th and 12th place teams who remain in their same positions uh, going into next week. Uh, Freezing versus Charles. Freezing demolished Charles this week. Freezing put up almost 150 points to Charles's measly, measly 95. And you want to know how he got 150 points? One guy, Jonathan Taylor, 
a beast. Uh, got four rushing touchdowns, 185 yards, and one reception, one receiving touchdown. That alone scored um, half of Charles's points. And then Herbert had a great game, 34 points out of him versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Mooney had a, a, a game beyond belief against a, a Baltimore defense. He had 121 receiving yards, a touchdown as well. I think, you know, even on Chad's best days, he wasn't going to catch up. Montgomery into the lineup after a trade, only scoring seven points against Baltimore. That was a tough one. Alex Collins uh, did not do well. That Seattle offense looks like a shell of its former self. And then he had tough news hearing that Chris Carson, Chris Carson someone he was hesitant to trade early on, was going to be out all year. Um, Charles did leave some points on the on the bench, but... At the end of the day, it wasn't enough to secure a must-win victory. Uh, you got to feel pretty bad for him, especially because he's made some trades to kind of get himself inked to contention. And then with our next matchup for this week, another exciting, uh, another blowout, sorry. Uh, this is Mark versus Wee. This was disgusting, Mark. I know you are an avid listener of the pod, but man, and from Wee's end, it was terrible performance by Wee, and he still won. So he's super happy. He was able to eke into the sixth place. But Mark had 15 points going into Monday night's game. He it was, it was insane. Um, he had three players left to play, and even with his 15 points, he actually kind of made a dent and had potential to. Uh, still beat Wee this week. But uh, Brady had a pedestrian performance at 19. Chris Godwin was able to get a, a touchdown, so got 16 points. Sanders didn't was non-existent versus a tough Indianapolis defense. Um, Mark decided to start to not start CEH, which was uh, questionable to say the least, but coming back from injury, he had to make that decision. Um, and then Barkley coming back into the, the game against a tough Tampa Bay defense. We're seeing that he's going to be getting his touches. He's going to be involved in that game. Now that Garrett's out, Mark has to be a little bit happy with that. But um, I don't expect Mark to be this low scoring on a week-to-week basis. And I do think uh, going forward, his team looks a lot better. Obviously, Cup was on by and Higby as well. Um, and then looking on Wee's side of the board, just nothing to be excited about at all there's there's no one I want to talk about on this team Brown going down and getting hurt that is something um, to look at this Tennessee has been riddled with injuries this year so um, interesting to see uh, we've been hurt because Kamara has been out and Kyler Murray as well so getting this win without Kyler Murray and without Kamara and only scoring 90 points we've got to be pretty ecstatic um, because I, I definitely think going into this week, looking at how strong Mark has been, we probably thought he was going to lose. All right, going into another matchup here. Um, let's do the fridge that was plugged back in versus Gundy. Um, this was a close, close matchup. This actually had potential for the fridge to beat Gundy. Um, this was one of those ones where Gundy only scores 105. This is definitely a beatable moment. Trouble in paradise with Gundy's team, though. Patrick Mahomes, man, he's he's struggling. He's had like one good game to three to four bad games. Cole Beasley in the starting lineup did not score a lot of points. But again, Gundy did get enough to win. Swift, that Detroit running back situation. Gundy's been high on Detroit running backs. Not high on Detroit as a team itself, but Detroit running backs. So look out for that. Uh, Dylan for Green Bay. Had a good game, and then Waller, you know, stepping back up as, you know, the Las Vegas' receiver, uh, also had a good game, enough to get Gundy over the edge to win. 
On the other end, we had one poor quarterback play to another. Uh, Russell Wilson looks terrible since coming back from injury. Uh, only eight points. No one's ch- chanting MVP this year. We saw a picture in the chat of Kassad, how he's looking after this weekend. And that, you know, I'm not going to say it, but if my pod co-host was here, he would say, man, that looks terrible. You know, I, I think I think I can see now why Matt decided not to go, you know, play the softball game Uh that caused Kassad to leave. Uh, but Eckler, 38 points, man. You got to be pretty upset that that wasn't enough to get you that that victory. Um, a little bit of points here or there, and Kenny would have won. He made all the right t- decisions when it comes to who to start um, this week, but it's g- real tough. Both of his quarterbacks scored under 10 points. Uh, good win by Gundy to secure first place. Uh, Kenny, with that loss, falls down to ninth. Our next matchup is uh, another one of, of some of our top contenders. We had Dylan versus Lairbaum. This was the battle of the BBs. Um, I think Lairbaum had a very good chance of winning if Tony uh, got a touchdown last night. Unfortunately, he did not. He got a ton of targets, but nothing exciting to see. And you would think even with being down by 20 that he would be more involved, and he, and he really wasn't. Um <clears throat> So, yeah, that, that rounds out this matchup. Uh, good win by Dylan. Larabom's on a big skid, but, you know, having having a couple of his studs out uh, hopes to bounce back. Uh, but good win by Dylan, really solidifying himself at the top and Larabom on the skid. So be on the lookout there. Our next matchup was a blowout. It was Matt Cox versus Matt Long. The battle of the Mats. We had Cox Bowl a little bit ago, and now we have Matt Bowl. Um, ha ha, BB Clinton Dix uh, first. Just a bunch. Of, I think Matt Long. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, but did you just pick everything that was blue in the emojis category? Because that's what it looks like. Or is there a theme here? Uh, am I missing something? Is there a, a ice genie? dripping world diamonds uh you've heard it here first that's the password uh you probably can get into Connor mcgregor's uh instagram account if you enter that combo in their uh league but looking at this one uh matt matt cox again struggles to find a consistent quarterback uh joe burrow uh came back in after uh a couple of weeks hiatuses and only scored nine points for matt uh, Devonte Adams, Matt, you won the trade there, got 20, 27 points, but the rest of his team did not perform. When you're starting running backs as Josh Jacob and Tony, Tony Pollard, you know you're in for some trouble. The Buffalo's defense, who was the number one ranked defense going into the uh, game, uh, tossed a negative four for Cox. Only scoring 96 is not going to be enough to take down Matty Kidd. Matty Kidd, though, if he was going to be beat, this might have been the week to do it. His Josh Allen only scored 16. C.D. Lamb got hurt, 2.9. D.K. Metcalf only five points. Um, but really what, what drove... Uh, you know, Matty Kidd to victory was that Thursday night game. New England's defense, 28 points, um, you know, shutting out Atlanta. And if you look at that, like if, if that was any other defense and Matt only got like four or five points, we, we actually would be um, pretty close here. Joe Mixon had a really good game for him as well. Um, so good good on Matty Kidd for this victory, moving himself to fourth. Matt 
Cox, though, slides to eighth place, still in the playoff hunt and picture, but definitely needs to get some victories here going forward to, to get there. And then lastly, uh, you know, don't want to harbor on this one too much, but myself versus Clayton, uh, battle of two great friends that, you know, have many adventures together and Clayton just decided to rip my heart open. I did score 113 points. Jalen Hurts, 30, uh, dropped the 30 bomb against New Orleans. Looked very good. No interceptions, three rushing touchdowns. Um, so solid performance there. My my wide receiver core was nothing. Um, they're scoffable. Uh, Jacoby Myers, and then I had to put him Boyd because Antonio Brown is, you know, dealing with what he's dealing with. Cooper's out for that week and next. Um, Najee Harris had a pretty bad game for as many touches that he got. Um, only 14 points for Najee. Um, it did not look that good. Only 39 yards as well and like a, a goal line touchdown. Christian, though, the king is back. I hope that I get to see Christian and Derrick Henry play together. Gronkowski got a ton of targets in his first game back from injury. Mark Ingram benefiting again of Kamara's exit did give me some points. Um, my kicker spot flexed in and only got one point there off, off of Cleveland's kicker. Thought I could have a savvy move. Didn't quite get enough points. If I could get a kicker and my receivers to get a touchdown each, it would have been closer. But on Matty Kid's side, man, there was potential. I almost was was close but Jefferson man had a game Zach Ertz had a game Dalvin Cook went off Tua you know made up for what he was uh he, he had like two points all game and then all of a sudden that last quarter um really made that comeback and beat the Jets uh Mike Williams had a great game as well so Matty Kidd you know on or sorry Clayton had, had himself the uh, the week he was looking for Ezekiel Elliott didn't perform, but man, if Ezekiel had a you know a twenty bomb, he would be right there uh, with the high scores. So kudos, oh, he did get the high scores. Sorry, he he eked out uh, freezing. So congrats to Clayton for a high score winning um, this week, and let's look forward to next week's matchups. All right, so week twelve matchups are in play here, team. Uh, Let's look into starting from, uh, let's start with Charles. Always start with Charles uh, nowadays because it's just easy to get in and get out. But this is Charles Charles B. Brent. Um, this is actually Yahoo predicted very close. 116 for Brent, 115 for Charles. I think Charles starts to play spoiler. Um, Brent does have some tough matchups. He has uh, Mike Evans at Indianapolis, which is a tough, tough defense. Um, he is playing Sanders this year, uh, this week, which is just, I, I've said this in and again and again, Sanders is not a startable running back in fantasy football. Um, he does have the Chargers defense versus Denver, which could be a lot of points for him. On Charles's side, um, I really like Diggs versus New Orleans. We saw Jalen Hurts have a good game versus them. Um, I think Buffalo has a really good game versus New Orleans. Uh, Aaron Rodgers versus the Rams, that's a tougher game for sure. Um, so not sure how that's going to uh, even out. I do like Montgomery versus Detroit. Um, so looking at these teams' matchups, I think Charles plays spoiler from here on out. I think he starts to get together some wins and Brent's going to fall down. I'm going to pick Charles in this first matchup. In our next matchup of the week, we do have myself uh, versus Gundy. The old roommates, the last Samurais. This is South Lives matchup of the week and Bean Parsons matchup of the week. I 
looking at our lineups, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm playing Maddie Kid this week. I made I made dumb. I went to the wrong week. So uh, ignore everything I said, League. Uh, obviously, uh, Charles is going to beat Brent, but I am playing Matt Matt Long, uh, former lover. Uh, I am predicted to win. He has to set in a, a kicker here through waiver wires, but um, similar story to my next week matchup. I like my my matchups here. Jalen Hurts versus the Giants is a, a favorable matchup for me. Um, Christian McCaffrey versus a tougher Miami defense, but it's Christian McCaffrey. Um, I think that goes well. Ingram, if Kamara's out again, gets a Buffalo defense that's been torn to shred, shreds a bit. And then I do have Cleveland's defense uh, against Baltimore, um, which if for some reason Lamar Jackson does not play again, that looks like a spicy points fest of a defense. On Matty Kid's side, Josh Allen versus New Orleans. I, I just said about Diggs versus New Orleans. I, I think that's going to be a good matchup for Matty Kid. Um, DJ Metcalf at Washington is really good. CD Lamb, I don't think he's going to be able to play. But if he does, uh, looks good for him. Uh, Mixon versus Pitt. Pitt's defense has been torn to shreds lately. I think a big game for Mixon. I am going to go with myself solely based on the fact that if I don't win this week, I'm pretty much out of playoffs. So... Uh, I'm going to go with a me, a me uh, win here. Our next matchup is going to be Matt Cox versus Dylan. Um, I'm, I'm, Dylan's already projected to get 125 points. Travis Kelsey is on a bye for Matt Cox, and that's one of his high point scorers. Um, I'm just going to go ahead here and say, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Dylan's going to win this matchup. Cox is going to lose, uh, unfortunately, but I, I don't even know if he's paying attention right now because he's at the late night show. Um, so Dylan, with the, with the tremendous victory, his team's in full force. If you look at his lineup, it is scary, especially, you know, Robinson has not been that good since I traded him to Dylan, but he has an Atlanta matchup, which is super favorable, um, and I do see them winning that matchup. So kudos to Dylan for, for winning. I think he, he likely will have high points this week as well. Our next matchup is going to be Mark v. v Justin Lairbaum. Lairbaum's been on a skid. Mark was on a hot streak, faltered a lot last week. What happens now is really the big question. Um, looking at Mark's team and Mark's lineup, uh, Kansas City bye week really hurts his running back situation. Um, I, I like Saquon against Philadelphia, we did see that they were trying to get him in involved. What I don't like, though, is Tom Brady and Godwin versus Indy. Indy. That's a tough, tough defense. But if there is a quarterback that's going to shred it, it would be Tom Brady. Um, he does have some Godwin we saw, you know, was getting the touches. Mike Evans looked like he was banged up a little bit. Antonio Brown isn't going to play, um, I don't think. So maybe that gets some points there, but I, I, I still don't think... It has a very good game. Lamar Jackson, if he is back, it appears like he was just sick, so maybe he is back against Cleveland. I think that's a good matchup for Lamar, and welcome back to him. Um, EJ Moore at Houston, that's a good matchup. Uh, looking at the teams here, I really want the spoiler again. I I, I don't think uh, – but, yeah, no, I'm going Lairbaum here. I, I got to go with the – Lairbaum is going to win this matchup. So Lairbaum will win uh, to solidify himself at third place. Mark will will lose that matchup. Um, our next matchup, we only have a couple left here, League. We have um, Freezing v. Wee. 
battle of the the cold versus we we I have not been high on his team. I don't even think we realizes that he's still in the league. It, like he, he hasn't been you know chatting to anyone. He hasn't said BB to anyone, and he's just been losing games. Um, didn't make any kind of trades. Uh, it's just been a, it's been tough for him. I think he's like kind of one of those guys this year that he just kind of auto drafted. Um, his team, and then he auto-set the lineups via Yahoo and just kind of disappeared on everyone. Um, so with that being said, I know freezing, if anyone is going to claw back and somehow make it into playoffs off of points and being in last place, it's freeze. Never count a freezing man out. Uh, I'm going freeze in this matchup. Jonathan Taylor versus Tampa Bay. Um, Herbert versus Denver. I, I like freeze. I, I it's hard to say no to freeze. Let me just put it that way. Um, and then on the other end, on Wee's side, if Kamara's back, he's got a tough Buffalo defense. Granted, they haven't looked that good, but it's a tough defense. Um, <clears throat> and then Daniel Jones looks does not look good. Now, he'll have a new offensive coordinator in Freddie Kitchens, which is that even going to be better than Garrett? I don't think so. So I'm going to go with freeze here. And then with our last matchup, we have Clayton versus Gundy. I Clayton's favorited by 69%. That means Clayton will win. I am going to go with Clayton this matchup. Patrick Mahomes is on by. Gundy has to string a quarterback. Granted, that actually might be better for his points than playing him at this point with how Patrick's been playing. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if Gundy drops him. Just putting it out there. Obviously, he's not going to do it. But I've seen crazier things. And looking at his bench, looking at his lineup, he might just drop he might drop Mahomes. So be on the lookout if you're, you know, in in the uh, market for a quarterback next wave or wire. Um, but I, I, I like uh, I like Clayton's team when it's operating on all cylinders. It is a good team, and he has Chicago defense versus Detroit. I, I said it last week. I, I marked, you know, uh, the New England defense. I'm marking this Chicago defense versus Detroit. Be ready for a lot of points there. Um, on on Gundy's side, I, I don't think he's going to get enough to win here. Swift, Dylan as his starting uh, running backs. Um, Claypool versus tough Cincinnati. Keenan Allen at Denver. His matchups do not look good. I think Gundy gets the least amount of points this week. Um, and Clayton does win this matchup. All right, League. Well, Hopefully you all enjoyed the solo pod. It was a little bit quicker than normal. Uh, I do miss my Mr. Cox, Matthew. Uh, hope to have him back next week. I know, uh, you know, schedule-wise, it's it's very hard for him to schedule uh, anything past uh, 9 in the morning till the whole rest of the afternoon into the evening. So um, hopefully, you know, we can get our schedules to line up a little bit better. But uh, long live the League of Dawn.